Welcome friends of the BDL to episode 11 of the Stinger. This episode we'll be talking about the Arizona Fall League that started up on Wednesday, October 13th and will be running through Saturday, November 20th. This year there are about 50 players that I'm kind of keeping my eye on with about 17 of those players who would probably be considered in, in most top 100 lists and four of those guys probably being top 10 players. Remember that the Arizona Fall League is composed of six teams, with each Major League Baseball team sending about seven prospects, and at times, some of those players might change out, whether they get injured or if they want to send somebody else out for a week or so, so that sometimes the rosters fluctuate a little bit. The six teams, we have the Glendale Desert Dogs, Mesa Solar Sox, Peoria Javelinas, Salt River Rafters, the Scottsdale Scorpions, and the Surprise Saguaros. The Glendale Desert Dogs are made up of the Los Angeles Angels, the Houston Astros, St. Louis Cardinals, Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Chicago White Sox. From the Angels team of players of interest, we have Jeremiah Jackson, the shortstop. From the Astros, we have Corey Lee, catcher, and Pedro Leon, shortstop outfielder. From the Cardinals, we have Nolan Gorman, second base, third base. Zach Thomas, left-handed pitcher. From the Dodgers, we have Bobby Miller, right-handed pitcher. Landon Knack, right-handed pitcher. Cody Housie, third base. And from the White Sox, we got Yolke Cespedes, outfielder. And Jose Rodriguez, shortstop. The Mesa Solar Sox are made up of the Oakland Athletics, Toronto Blue Jays, Chicago Cubs, Miami Marlins, and the Baltimore Orioles. From the Athletics, we got Logan Davison, shortstop, and Austin Beck, outfielder. From the Blue Jays, we got Gabriel Montero, catcher. There's really nobody at the Cubs that sent out that uh, kind of caught my eye. We have the Marlins, we have J.J. Blade, outfielder and Cameron Meisner, outfielder. From the Orioles, we have Kyle Stowers, outfielder, and Yosnel Diaz, outfielder. From the Peoria Javelinas, this team is made up of the Atlanta Braves, Seattle Mariners, San Diego Padres, Philadelphia Phillies, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. From the Braves, we have Shea Langeliers, catcher. From the Mariners, we have Zach the Loach, outfielder. From the Padres, we have C.J. Abrams, shortstop. Kenzie Bigor, left-handed pitcher. And Egai Rosario, he's an infielder. From the Phillies, we have Bryson Stout, shortstop. And Hans Cross, right-handed pitcher. From the Pirates, we got Nick Gonzalez, second baseman. Rosny Contreras, right-handed pitcher. And Cameron... Moldaneski, right-handed pitcher. From the Salt River Rafters, that team is made up of the Milwaukee Brewers, Arizona Diamondbacks, New York Mets, Colorado Rockies, Detroit Tigers. From the Brewers, we have Joe Gray Jr. From the Diamondbacks, we have Slade Ciccone, right-handed pitcher. From the Mets, we got Brett Beatty, third baseman outfielder. From the Rockies, we got Ryan Velotti, first base outfielder. 
Michael Togala and Ezekiel Torvar, shortstop. And from the Tigers, we got Spencer Torkelson, first base, third base, and Riley Green, outfield. Next up, we got the Scottsdale Scorpions. This team is made up of the San Francisco Giants, Cleveland Indians, Tampa Bay Rays, Boston Red Sox, and Minnesota Twins. From the Giants, we got Marco Luciano, shortstop, Hunter Bishop, outfielder, Patrick Bailey, catcher, and Will Wilson, shortstop. From the Indians, there's really nobody that they have sent out that's kind of catching my eye. From the Rays, we got Humberto Hernandez, outfielder, and Curtis Mead, infielder. From the Red Sox, we got Tristan Cases, first base, and Jeter Downs, second base. And then from the Twins, uh, also really nobody there that's catching my eye. From the Surprise Saguaros, team is made up of the Washington Nationals, Cincinnati Reds, Texas Rangers, Kansas City Royals, and the New York Yankees. The Nationals have sent out Jackson Rutledge, right-handed pitcher, Cole Henry, right-handed pitcher. The Reds, not really anybody who's catching my eye right at the moment. From the Rangers, we got Justin Fuscue, second base, Sam Huff, catcher, first baseman, Ezekiel Duran, second baseman, shortstop. From the Royals, we have Asa Lacey, left-handed pitcher. And from the Yankees, we have Austin Wells, catcher. Also, keep in mind at the Arizona Fall League, this is also where the Major League Baseball likes to try out some of their new rules. They're going to be continuing with the pitcher and hitter timer system. They're going to have restrictions on defensive positioning. They're going to use the larger bases. And then also there's something in here about pitchers and catchers will be permitted to use a pitch calm so that the pitchers can and catchers can communicate to each other. So based on those rules so far and then the games that I've seen so far, I really haven't seen that, that last piece there about the pitch calm communication system because uh, they're still going out there and talking to the pitcher quite a bit with the catcher. So I haven't seen that in play yet. Definitely haven't seen a whole lot of shifting. Um, I have seen where they've um, nailed some pitchers taking too long to make their pitch. So they have a ball would be given. And I've also seen them use a, a call a strike on a hitter who takes too long to get into the batter's box. And actually, it just happened the other night where the uh, it was a third strike and the guy just had to go back to the bench. So kind of interesting uh, with the clock. We'll see what happens there. And they, and they have gotten, at least it looks like, better with the automatic umpiring uh, system where it's not as big of a delay as it was a couple years ago. And um, so it just seems not as obvious what's happening there. So let's go over some of the games. Actually, I'll go over all the games and, and kind of go over some boss scores and some highlights. On Wednesday the 13th, I was able to attend two games. The first game that I attended was the Peoria Javelinas going against the Salt River Rafters. In this game, we had Mackenzie Gore going against Slade Chicone. Slade Chicone did not look well, did not pitch well at all, in my opinion. He threw two innings, threw about 45 pitches, only 22 of them for strikes. He walked four guys. Um, he didn't give up any runs, only had one strikeout. 
but just looked uh, pretty wild with his command. Mackenzie Gore looked better than uh, Ciccone for sure. Both of them were probably thrown in the low 90s. Mackenzie Gore line, he threw five innings, which also was kind of surprising that he went that long for five innings. He ended up throwing 88 pitches. 56 of them were for strikes. He only had three strikeouts. Um, he did give up six hits, walked one, and he gave up two runs. And those two runs actually came off of Spencer Tolkison there in, in the fifth inning. He got himself into some trouble in the first inning where he actually had first and second. Torkelson was up to bat, and he got him to hit into a weak ground ball. I was getting ready to, to post that he hit a three-run home run off of him, but uh, he didn't. So, again, I was kind of surprised that he went the five innings. Also in that game, we had Zach Deloach going one for four. He hit a home run, had three RBIs. We had Bryson Stout. Uh, going two for two, two walks and three runs. We also had Brett Betty going three for three. He had two runs. And then, like I said, we had uh, Spencer Tolkelson who hit a rope double off of uh, Gore, and that's where they got their two runs. So he was one for four with with a double and a couple bases on balls. I also went to the night game where we had the Glendale Desert Dogs taking on the Scottsdale Scorpions. In that game, neither of the pitchers really looked all that good. Probably the highlight of that game, a couple highlights, was Norman Gorman. He was playing second base. Actually made a really good play to get the an out, I think, at the last out of the inning, and then came up uh, the very next inning and hit a, a home run. He ended up going one for three with the three RBIs and on base, so that was good for him. And also in that game, we had Tristan Cases, who also hit a home run, and he went two for four. He had two RBIs and one run. For the first time seeing Cases live, he's a pretty big kid, but kind of an awkward-looking kid. Also in that game, we had Yolki Cespedes, rock-solid physique. Uh, He went one for four. With a double and an RBI, he struck out twice. Also in that game, just uh, as a of note, Marco Luciano, shortstop of the Giants, was also in that game. Kind of excited to see him to see what his what he could do. He did not look good at the plate at all. He actually ended up striking out three times. So just of note. And then the game that I did not get to go to see was in the afternoon, where we had the. Surprise Suaros going against the Mesa Solar Sox. This game had Asa Lacey pitching in it. And he ended up going two innings through 25 pitches, 17 of them from strikes. He did have four strikeouts. He did walk one and gave up one hit. That was pretty good. Uh, Cole Henry also pitched in this game in relief. And I'm only going to bring him up because he went 2.2 innings. Only walked one, but he did strike out six people. So, uh, kind of interesting there. In that game, we had Elijah Durham, outfitter of the New York Yankees. He went three for four with three singles and a run. We had Nelson Vasquez of the Chicago Cubs, outfielder. He also went three for four with two doubles. And Evan Fittier, who pitched for the Mesa Solo Sox, he went four innings. 
Gave it four hits, had one in a run, three base on balls, and five Ks. That was pretty much it for day one. I was able to go to Thursday's night game, where it was the Scottsdale Scorpions against the Mesa Solar Sox. Pitching in that uh, matchup really was nothing to uh, really report about. Um, a couple of interesting things with the hitters. We had uh, Jeter Downs uh, for the Scottsdale Scorpions. He went one for two, an RBI run, three base on balls, and a stolen base. Ken look, looked fairly decent um, in that game. For Mesa, we also had a J.J. Belay, outfielder. Um, he went two for four, four RBIs, a run, and, and two base on balls. Kyle Stores, two for five, an RBI, uh, base on balls, and a run. And then Logan Davison for Mesa, two for two. Two runs, three based on balls. And again, Marcio Luciano also played in this game and again didn't get any hits and he had one strikeout. Two afternoon games that I was not able to attend, but we'll just go through some box scores and see some highlights maybe. But we had the Salt River Rafters uh, versus the Surprise Saguaros. For the Saguaros, we had Owen White pitching. He had uh, pitched five innings. He had two hits, two base on balls, and five Ks. We had Brett Beatty go two for four with the base on balls. And that was about it with that one. That was a low-scoring game. And then we had the Glendale Desert Dogs cat, uh, playing the Peoria Javelinas. That game we had Jordan Hicks starting. Uh, he pitched two innings, struck out three. One hit, one base on balls. We had Lowers Neuterbar going three for four with two home runs, four RBIs, two runs, and a base on ball. We had Nolan Gorman going two for five with a run. Juan Yepes, first base with St. Louis. He went two for four with a home run. We had James Ottman go one for four with a home run, two runs. We had Jacob Amaya, shortstop Dodgers, go two for five with a home run, three RBIs, two runs, two base on balls, and a stolen base. Yihan Bay, second baseman for Pittsburgh, go one for two with a home run, two RBIs, four runs, three base on balls. So that pretty much wraps up Thursday's games. Let's move on to Friday's games. I was unable to attend any of those games. I was Wanting to attend the Friday night game, but it was on the other side of town. I just wasn't able to make it out. So we'll just go over some of the box scores on Friday's games. Let's start with the Scottsdale Scorpions and the Glendale Desert Dogs. Let's start with Jeter Downs where he went one for three. He had a home run and a base on ball. And Curtis Mead, first baseman of Tampa Bay. Uh, he also went one for three with a home run and three RBIs. That's pretty much from an offensive standpoint for those two teams. On the pitching side, uh, we did have Landon Knack pitch three innings, give up one hit, no runs, no bases on balls, and struck out three. And that was pretty much the, the main highlights from that one. Not, not a whole lot there. Next game up, we had the Mesa Solar Sox taking on the Surprise Saguaros. There for the Solar Sox, we had Cameron Meisenier. Left fielder from Miami, he went two for five, had a double home run, two runs and an RBI. 
We also had Jonah Bride, third baseman of Oakland. He went three for five, a double, run in an RBI. We had Josh Rutledge pitch for the surprise Saguaros. He went four innings, had six hits, one base on ball. Gave up four runs, had five strikeouts, gave up one home run. We had Justin Fuscue, second base of Texas. He went two for four. One base on balls, two doubles, two runs. Sali Mateus, right fielder, Kansas City. He went one for two, two base on balls, a home run. One run, two RBIs. And then for the last game on Friday night, which is the game I wanted to get out to see, was the Salt River Raptors taking on the Peoria Havelina. reason I wanted to get out to this game because I wanted to see Hans Cross pitch. He ended up pitching four innings, giving up three hits, two runs. Walked two, struck out six. Um, he went against Connor Gray, who pitched three innings, gave up two hits, walked one, and struck out two. Pretty low-scoring game, not a whole lot of offense in this one. Torkelson went three for four. Um, that was pretty much the only real excitement probably there in that game. Last set of games that we will talk about are Saturday's games. Was able to make it out to... Saturday night's game, which was the Salt River Rafters taking on the Mesa Solar Sox. The Mesa Solar Sox pitching staff was pretty brutal last night. So Salt River Rafters scored a ton of runs. Uh, interesting one here. I'll just talk about one guy that you know, was kind of interesting. Kind of stole, the, stole the, the show in last night's game. That was Joey Weimere, outfitter of Milwaukee. He went two for three, had a home run based on ball and three RBIs. The reason I say he kind of stole the show is he hit this blast uh, for a home run, the opposite field blast, and then the next at bat. Actually, I think it was um, the next inning in the outfield. He gunned down, he's playing right field, and he gunned down this guy trying to go for three and, and hosed him, you know, just threw a rocket and hosed him down at third base. Gets up the next inning and they plunked him right in the middle of the back. It was a you could hear the thump in the stands. Then he ended up stealing second. It was a hit and run. He's going to steal second. Ended up going to third and then on a wild pitch he ended up scoring. And then his next at bat he hit kind of a weak ground ball to the first base side. First baseman was going to pick it up and throw it to first or to the pitcher, and he he beat him out. And then ended up coming around to score again. Um, so it was just kind of interesting watching him play. Super hyper kid. A um, lot of movement in the batter's box. Uh, kind of bouncing around with his foot and moving his arms around. Um, but you can tell he's kind of a energetic kid. Kind of remind me of Eric Burns a little bit. Kind of, kind of crazy um, in the batter's box and running around the way he was think reading up on him a little bit i think he was a pitcher in college and so that's why he has a very strong arm anyway it's just kind of an interesting uh, game last night also in that game we had matt Beatty go one for three he had two rbis two uh, based on balls uh, scored twice did uh, strike out twice torkelson again went two for three he had two runs one RBI, 
One base on balls to strike out one. Togalea, the first baseman for Colorado, hit a home run. He went two for three, had two RBIs, two runs. Tover, two for five. He did have three strikeouts, though. And then on the other side, again, they didn't really do a whole lot on the other side. Um, so, so far, I've seen the Mesa Solo Sox a couple times and haven't been really impressed with their team. They're probably, they might be one of the weaker teams here this year. I just haven't been real impressed with what I've seen out of them so far. In the two afternoon games, we had Scottsdale Scorpions facing the Peoria Javelinas. Highlights from that game from a box standpoint. We had Richard Polakos, outfitter Cleveland. He went two for five, two runs, two RBIs. Curtis Mead, third baseman, Tampa Bay, one for five, a double. Tristan Cases, two for five with an RBI. Matt Walner, outfielder, Minnesota, two for five with a home run, three RBIs. Michael Hellman, outfielder, Minnesota, two for four with a double. Nick Gonzalez, two for five with a double. Bryson Stout, one for four, a double, based on ball and RBI. And then the last game yesterday, we had the Glendale Desert Dogs taking on Surprise Saguaros. We had Ivan Johnson, two for four with a home run, two RBIs. Ezekiel Duran, third baseman, Texas, two for three with a triple. Yeah, that was, that's probably about it from that game. So that was pretty much the first week of the Arizona Fall League. Some highlights. Again, if you haven't ever come out to one of these games, they're, uh, they're great ways to see a lot of prospects all in one spot. Um, the weather's beautiful. That's probably the best part about it. And, of course, there are not a lot of people in the in the stands, and you can sit wherever you want. So it's uh, very enjoyable. Hopefully, with the next couple of weeks, I'll get out to some more games and, and try to do the same thing again in, in a couple of weeks down the road. So until then, guys, take it easy. Thanks. Mm-hmm.